The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. A man going on a journey called in his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to a third one, each according to his ability. Then he went away. Immediately the one who received five talents went out and traded with them and made another five. Likewise, the one who received two made another two. But the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came back and settled accounts with them. The one who had received five talents came forward, bringing the additional five. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you are faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received two talents also came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received one talent came forward and said, Master, I knew you were a demanding person, harvesting where you did not plant and gathering where you did not scatter. So out of fear, I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here it is back. His master said to him in reply, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I did not plant and gather where I did not scatter? Should you not then have put my money in the bank so that I could have got it back with interest on my return? Now then, take the talent from him and give it to the one with ten. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will grow rich. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And throw this useless servant into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. For those of you who don't know me or I haven't had a chance to meet, I'm Father Sean Kilcally. I currently serve as the Family Life Office Director in the diocese. And uh, for the last couple of weeks, I've been like the house guest who just doesn't go home, which has been a great joy and uh, truly has been a gift for me to be with you. 
Today, our Lord, in the Gospel reading, he, he tells this parable of gift-giving, in a sense, where the Master gives these three servants a certain number of talents. And some invest those talents, and they, they return to him, and they've multiplied. And then the third does not. And so it's an opportunity for us to reflect on what are the gifts that our Lord has given me and how do I invest them or what am I investing them in? Or what am I investing them in? And, and I'm not simply talking about things like stewardship things that we check off on a sheet. Those things are important, but... You know, it's not simply like, oh, our Lord made me a great mathematician and so I should become a rocket scientist and use those gifts. Or our Lord gave me an eye for beauty and so I should really work on interior decorating. And not so much, not only that, but, but really the true gift that our Lord has given us and that gift of himself and his grace, his love, his mercy. What are we doing with that? Or how are we investing that. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine who's in addiction recovery, and he's been in recovery for a very long time. I think he's been sober like 20 plus years, maybe even 30 years. And, uh, and we were talking about how he goes to meetings, and he continues to go to meetings just about every day. Now, some people might think, like, well, why, are you going, why would you go to meetings every day? You've been sober for 30 years. You've gotten over this. Like, like, why do you keep doing that? And he said, going to meetings is making an investment in my recovery. It's making an investment in my happiness. Or it's making an investment in my joy. Right? It's an investment in joy. He knows if he goes to that meeting every single day, it's going to clear out all of his resentments. It's going to open him up to the love of God, the love of this community. It's, it's going to allow God's love to multiply in his life and to weather the storms that come. And I thought to myself, like, that's really what our spiritual life is supposed to be. Our spiritual life is an investment in joy. You know, every time we come to Mass on Sunday, we're making an investment in our joy. We're allowing... God's love to enter into my, our life and, and multiply. Every time we go to confession, every time we receive the Eucharist. We're investing in our joy. You know, and I was thinking about how, like, given this year that we've had, we really need to increase our joy investments. Because it's legitimately just been really difficult and there's lots of change and uncertainty. In my own life, I haven't been great at that all the time. At the beginning of the coronavirus lockdown back in March, I have a really good friend who's kind of charismatic and I haven't really been part of the charismatic movement much in my life, but he, he sends me this email like right at the beginning of 
the coronavirus lockdown and and he says, you know, Father, I was in prayer and I was praying for you and, uh, and the Lord just wants you to know that whatever is going on in your life, I don't know if you're sick or what's going on, but he just wants you to spend time with him. And I was kind of freaked out by that because I was like, well, how does he know I need to spend more time with God? And I held that in my heart, and, but I didn't really respond to it that well. And then immediately we get locked down. There's really nothing to do. There's no ministries going on in the diocese. There's no masses going on on Sunday. I'm not a pastor. And I had all this time on my hand to pray. And I did that some. But it was this moment in which our Lord was expressing his love for me. I maybe didn't invest it very well. But during the last, like, two months or three months in my own life, I've I've made more of a commitment to investing in my joy and calling more of my priest friends every single day and, like, gathering priests together for dinners. And I sort of like to have eclectic priest dinners with priests who never would really talk to each other normally. And so every Thursday on my day off, it's kind of what I do. And... And, uh, and I've really grown to appreciate that community. I think in my own life, I spend a lot of time going to families' houses, and, and I have families that are good. They're beautiful and amazing. And I might go to dinner, and we'll play games. And, and, but our Lord just put it on my heart, like, you need to do that with your priest family. I started doing that a little bit more. Started investing more time in, like, priest support groups and things like that. And over these last couple of weeks, there's just been a lot of change. You know, like now I'm, I'm coming up here or I'm staying up here. And, you know, I have friends who have been removed from ministry. And the bishop came back on Thursday. And, you know, we're all grateful for that. And, and we pray for him in and, and this transition because he's going through a big transition as well right now. There's just a lot of change. And so... Dear people in my life have reached out to me and they're like, how are you doing with all that? And I was like, I'm actually doing really good. Because I have this community and, and, I, and I really feel like our Lord has allowed me to, to invest in my joy. And I just share that as kind of a testimony that, that it works. That it works. And the thing that keeps us from doing that is the same thing in the gospel reading. It's fear. Like fear keeps us from investing in our joy. When we look around the world and and we're just always waiting for the next shoe to drop or or we're really afraid of reaching out to people because we're not really sure they're going to be there for us. We're afraid of what's going to happen next week or next month or next year. Fear is paralyzing and it takes our eyes off of our Lord and we start looking at the world and we're not looking at our Lord and like Peter, we start to sink. Out of fear, he buried that talent in the ground. Sometimes out of fear, we forget about gratitude and, and we lose sight of the gifts that God wants to give to us right now, today, in this moment, at this Mass. 
in our own families. It is perfect love that casts out fear. And so what are the opportunities that we have to invest in our joy? You know, and there's really many opportunities that we have to invest in our joy. You know, a really simple one is just spending time together in, in our families and kind of separating ourselves from distraction and just being with one another. Yesterday, I came back from spiritual direction, and I walked in the house, and Father Gross was sitting there, and Father Jarofsky was sitting there watching the Husker game, and, and I sat down and watched the Husker game with them, and I was like, wow, this is the first time I've ever like, come back home, and there was like, other people here, and we were watching a game. I was like, this is pretty awesome, and I don't even like the Huskers. <laughs> and it was just good. There was just goodness in that. You know, if you're married... Having a date night is investing in your joy. And just taking time to be with one another, to share your lives with one another, to check in with one another, to kind of separate yourself from all the distractions and worries and, and just reconnect. Spending a little bit of extra time in prayer is investing in our joy, where, where really we focus on gratitude and like, Jesus, thank you for giving me you know, the gift of this friend in my life who reached out to me today, or thank you for giving me the gift of my spouse, or thank you for just lining things up so that I'd have the support I need to weather me through this storm. You know, gratitude also reminds us of the talent that our Lord has given us so that we can reinvest it and it multiplies. A couple of specific opportunities that are coming up next Saturday. We're going to have a day of recollection in the morning from 8 a.m. till about noon. And so we'll start with Mass. And, and then there's kind of, kind of three talks on healing, hope, and trust. And, and it's just a time to, to come to our Lord and invest in our joy. And, and maybe we haven't taken enough time to, to sit with Him with whatever frustrations we have or anger we have or fear we have and be reminded that he's here with us and he's walking with us and he has a plan for our lives right now. And just time to take a break and pause as we enter into the Advent season to invest in our joy. And that opportunity is also going to be available on live streaming. You know, Tuesday this week, the Family Life Office sponsors a date night online every, every month. And, and so you log in either on Zoom or on the Family Life Office Facebook page. And there's a sort of a 30-minute talk, and then it gives time for you as a couple to sit and talk to each other about the questions or reflect on that. And it's just a time to connect. And those are also on YouTube, on the Diocese YouTube channel. And a lot of couples have really benefited from... You know, if they can't make it at 8 o'clock on Tuesday night, just watching it later on and, and reconnecting. You know, this week we have uh, Vanessa Newhouse, who's in charge of the Marriage and Family Therapy Department at University of Nebraska, talking about family and the holidays. I, I think at first it was going to be navigating in-laws at the holidays. But we thought family and the holidays sounded nicer. 
But it's just another opportunity to do that. And it's so important that we carve out that time and prioritize that time with our Lord, with the ones we love, because it's an investment in our joy. It helps us to weather the changes. It helps us to weather the uncertainty. It helps to remind us that if we keep our eyes on our Lord, anything can be going on around us and we're going to be okay. It multiplies that gift that he's given us. And when we remember to do that well, we're also investing in our own final judgment when we hope to hear the same words from our Lord as he says to us, well done, my good and faithful servant. And so today let us pray that that we carve out time to share in our master's joy, to invest in our joy. That we may indeed hear those words each and every day of our lives, and most especially when we come to meet our Lord face to face.